thought you were gonna do environmental. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> you forgot? No, I forgot about that. <laughs> I did environmental design. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. Hi everyone, welcome to the Pod Four Creative. This is the first episode of our podcast. My name is Sean. With me today, I have Anne Marie. Hi everyone. And Shona. Hey everyone. All of us are members of Plus Four Creative, a graphic web and illustration business. Um, we wanted to make a podcast so we could start talking about, you know, design, social media, uh, mental health, really anything that comes to mind, right? Hmm. For our first episode, we were thinking a good topic would be talking about how we got into design, you know, what energized us into it, how do we go about realizing our passion, you know, what challenges did we face, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got a couple of questions here. You know, the first question is about what ignited your interest in design? So I don't know who wants to go first. You can go, Sham. Um, so I actually started in high school, I actually studied visual arts, but with visual arts, you know, it's quite an ambiguous subject, I would say. So it kind of, I wasn't sure about the financial securities or how it would look in the future. So, you know, I was kind of already thinking about ways it could be more commercial and financially secure. So design was at first initially like a way to be financially secure. But as I um, dabbled in the design world, I found myself thinking about how it's got more of a purpose it's very clear on what it does for the world um whereas art has become very personal um for me at least like art's very impersonal and it's quite ambiguous what's good in art is and what's bad even in art is like very subjective whereas what's good and bad in design is quite it's more clear i would say yeah yeah like what's bad in design you just know already because there's a purpose and an intention set to it um not saying that art doesn't have an intention but most arts you can get away even without an intention it's it's really like creativity like how you define art is extremely subjective and ambiguous so it's i don't know i guess with design it's clearer like um you have a clear purpose you know what you have to do whether it's for business or something personal you want to do for your own branding there's a particular like market to reach with that it actually becomes more purposeful in the world and makes like a difference in a way so right that's where design has got me interested and even though i like art art is kind of become a personal outlet for me to express things but not something that I feel like, you know, because it's very competitive, creativity is continuously becoming a more valuable thing. Anyone can be more creative at this point in the world compared to like the times before um, where creativity may not have been seen as an actual profession. Like nowadays, um, creativity is starting to become more recognized in the world. What do you guys think? That's actually funny because back in the days, let's say, the Roman oh, Empire, yeah. the paint, painters and sculptors 
They were really, really big. Oh yeah, back they then were. Compared to now, I guess. Yeah, that's true. They like, were really celebrated. The rich people would have themselves painted as a way mm-hmm. to let others know how rich they are. Oh, true. That's right. Yeah. Because there wasn't then, such thing as photography back then. Mm, so yeah. just true. knowing how to draw realistically has become a thing that, like, it's almost like their version of photography, their version mm. of accounting events. or like, even last time, I think, I don't know, maybe they still use it these days, the whole courtroom thing and an artist draws, like, the face of the person, the culprit or the suspect or something, and people recognise that person mm. like even probably wanted posters were made that way in the past but now like with our increasing technology i kind of wonder like i think there's always pros and cons with technology yeah. it helps it helped the design design become more efficient in a way but then did it take away from art in a way like because these can be done almost instantaneously like photography yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Art also served a very religious purpose back in the day as well. That's right. People are more atheists these yeah. days, but yeah. It was very highly celebrated back then, painting, like culture and arts. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, especially in the European culture. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I guess design, like, maybe, I don't know where the line blurs. Like, so many people would have different opinions mm. on where art and design is blurred. But I came from an art background. And Same. then, um, yeah, how I got into design, like, I was more, I feel like I was definitely more illustrative. Even now, like, I would probably lean towards illustration as a discipline yeah. over design. Mm. But then, in ways, it's very useful to know design. And, and design, like, doesn't have... I don't think it has a style, although people think there is like a style to it, like minimalism, for example. Yeah, There's, there is a dominant style. Design, like, design any should be style flexible. can serve the design purpose. Yeah, the, uh, yeah any, it's supposed to serve the design purpose instead. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you want to. Oh, my turn? What ignited your interest in design? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so different from Shoto. That's okay. But, That's good. But like, okay, so I started as an illustrator first. Like, since when I was a kid, I've been illustrating, drawing, and all this stuff. Um, and then I think around high school, Tumblr happened. <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> you know, fan arts and like photo edits and. I really enjoy looking at edited photos of like um, mm. I guess celebrities that I follow back then. I was like, ooh, that's super cool. I want to do the same thing and learn. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. So I started to learn how to use Photoshop, mm. um, both um, as for illustration and um, photo editing. So really, I started as a um, photo editor and those illustration and then I got to uni I didn't know what to um, study I was like should I study traditional art because I didn't like to draw but then I realized that everyone at least the world is changing yeah changing like more digitalized now so it's like ooh 
arts and digital so that it's like oh graphic design then yeah so that's kind of funny like when actually in ECU I don't know if you guys know about this but I accidentally chose graphic design in my <laughs> course <laughs> it was supposed to be something called creative services which is like more advertising so I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, well, I want to be useful the, to the world and yeah. be financially secure because like, that's everyone's, you know, it's an expectation put upon you. Mm. And then, like, I thought I was choosing the right course. It happened to be graphic design because they, they were very industry. You know, yeah, it was creative industries. I don't know if you remember something called creative services. No. I there was a course like that and it was about advertising and marketing more yeah and i was going to be in it but i chose the wrong one because it was a similar Graphics. name and i was yeah. like oh i'm probably in the correct course and then i found out that it was a different course and I was like, oh <laughs> That's so but funny. i kind of enjoyed like design at the design. time because yeah i guess it just had more of a purpose and mm. um i felt like i was making a difference in a way same i was actually gonna do web design because I have like a cousin who does web design. I thought you were gonna do environmental. Oh my! God. That's so <laughs> you true. You forgot? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I did environmental design. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. What is environmental design? Um, interior. Interior right? design. Oh. Like spatial. Yeah, spatial design. But that didn't work out, so I moved to. I don't think ECE does web design. I um, tried to look hmm. for one. They did um coding instead. They had like multimedia. They have like interactive yeah. media. That's what I did. That's probably but the closest they, to web design. Yeah, they don't have like a proper web design course, like graphic design. So I ended up with um major in graphic design and minor in interactive media, where I learned a bit of web design, but mostly HTML and CSS. Yeah. But that's about it. And the next thing I know, I was coding like a mini game. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing in this class? Multimedia. Like, yeah. I, well, that's how a lot of schools teach like JavaScript. Is they're like, oh yeah, we'll get you to make a game. I mm. hated that class. I nearly cried. I thought I was gonna fail. Thank God I didn't. I think the lecture was really nice because I was the only girl. <laughs> What, for that multimedia for that class? class? Yeah, for that um, coding class. Like, what? I was the only girl. Everyone were boys. The boys? <laughs> and I was like, I nearly, like, I think the pass, the passing grade was 50, right? 50%. Mm -hmm. My grade was around 52%. <laughs> I barely passed. I mean, I barely passed my illustration unit. Well, actually, like back in ATA, I think you have to have over 50. Yeah. Um, and I think marking in ATA is pretty subjective. I, I, they try to keep it objective, but you don't know who you're gonna, who's going to mark your work. Yeah. ATA is also a scale. So, like, yeah. your actual mark is how well you did on comparison to everyone else. Yeah. I didn't have a high. Well, I had. I just passed over English, so I could have. I think English was the compulsory subject you couldn't escape it yeah and i just passed and i was like pretty lucky like i have to, to do... be able to go to uni from my atar everything else brought it up though like my economics my human bio my arts like that brought up the atar but the english i studied so hard and it was only just a pass 
I, I have to do the <laughs> makeup English exam thing they make you do. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I didn't score well enough on my English exam. So I actually had to do like the backup one because I was just horrible at English and like essay writing. Essay, yeah. yeah. And oral presentation. They even, they even did interviews. You did it yeah. interviews? I good. don't think we did interviews in our school. I was yeah. good at all the public speaking ones because I put a lot of effort in. Okay, so that's for my interest in graphic design. What about you, Sean? Yeah, so when I was younger, I was always interested in video games. That's sort of my passion as a kid. I got really interested in like how they were made, who makes them, what's the process behind it. That, that was the thing that I was always like, oh wow, this is so cool. As it turns out, I learned very quickly that video games are very hard to make. Also, not really made in Australia. If you, if I wanted to follow that career, I would have to move overseas. Yeah. That, that's something that I don't think I ever could really accept. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate the game industry is not as big in Australia, but more big in America and Japan. Yeah, it's get it's getting bigger now. There's a couple of indie devs here and there, but it's still not at a position where you could comfortably get into it. Ultimately, like growing up, I kind of realized that I kind of put my focus elsewhere into like even like engineering. That was sort of what I was thinking of doing. Mm. But the more I did that kind of stuff in high school and whatnot, I did like engineering studies. The more I kind of was like. I'm not enjoying this stuff, but I got to do like more designy stuff in that engineering stuff. So I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And at some point I ultimately decided I want to pursue this. So I did, I think it's called digital design, Mm -hmm. which I think like you guys was a bit more of an amalgamation of like design. Oh, so like similar to multimedia? Yeah. Just named differently. Yeah. So it was like, you, again, a lot of the first year units were all like those different design courses. There was animation, there was even game design in that. There was each of those little components. But in the end, the one which really caught my eye was like web design. Because before that, in engineering studies, I actually did a bit of coding. So I was a bit more familiar with it. But like, it was that perfect mix of like, design getting to be creative getting to be like problem solving as well as still leaning on a lot of technical and like i guess science and maths that i'd already kind of built up a skill set in Mm, yeah but yeah that's that's kind of where like again creativity was always in design was always the thing that i was really passionate about I, I love design processes. I love looking at those kinds of things. That's always what interested me. So yeah. that's kind of how I went upon the path that I went. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm also like, when I was young, I don't think I mentioned when I was really young, I used to, I was really into video games and um, anime. Same. <laughs> so that's yeah. inspired a lot of my like characters because oh, I'm now God. drawing a lot of characters yeah. and I love making characters. I used to ma- have tons of exercise books. Yeah. I actually used to yeah. 
draw on the wall, but I got told off for that. So I started drawing in exercise books and I'd make characters and I'd almost, it would be like scene, each page would be like a different scene. Yeah. And they'd only start coming to life when I finished the character. Well, that's how I imagined it. It's probably why I got a lot of dolls, like, you know, the little girl, because it's like, you know, it's like character building and it's almost fun role playing those characters. And it's interesting now because I've actually taken like a little hobby, side hobby, doing a game of D&D. If you guys have heard, it's called Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, it takes me back a bit because it's, um, it's like grown-ups role-playing. I was like, <laughs> grown-up? Well, I guess kids can play it, but, you know, it, it it's like acceptable. It's mainly for grown-ups, is it? I mean, it's, it's a bit more genderless. complicated. So. Uh, yeah, it's probably more complicated. Like yeah, now. Now you can be really creative as a dungeon master, like to make campaigns for the players to go through. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it took me back in a way because it's, I used to do a lot of creating characters and like role playing as each different like personality that I made and had fun with that. Like, cause I was inspired by like a lot of movies and shows and that kind of, that really like ignited this creative world for me to be oh I really want to make my own world of characters and it was very mentally stimulating I'd say did you ever do um, drama in high school? no I was too shy I think but I could I I did do drama actually but I I was so shy about it because I couldn't help but compare myself to like other people who were so good at what they do yeah I remember doing it in like year 8 like oh, no. oh, was it was so fun to watch people though but i was too shy to do it on my own so it's almost like i let my art speak for me but then even so i was pretty shy about that too like, i just became very self-conscious mm. when i was a teenager yeah that became like i guess i'm still finding that now like you know you break apart from your childhood and you're trying to fix the things you used to be you know becoming more confident in yourself and deconstructing the like beliefs that you were told into things that you believe in now and what you truly feel now like empowering yourself from when you disempowered yourself when you were younger those are the kind of things i'm going through right now in terms of my own self-improvement so like the whole character building it all i think my whole creativity probably stemmed from this this, I guess this whole feel for making a whole like immersive world for people to experience in and then my like love for design transferred into that like being able to share that feeling of creating and collaboration with other people yeah really mm-hmm. helped um, put it all together and that was really fun in a way like I get so much mental stimulation from that but also just this energy, this invisible energy of happiness. You get to make something together with someone. Someone enjoys oh, it. Yes. You know, because I know what it's like to enjoy something. I think we all do with um movies and all that. You're just sitting there enjoying it, but then you have a different mindset when you're seeing it being made. You're yeah. like, wow, this is so interesting. How they make it, how they like um, lead the audience. You know. Yeah, watch like behind the scenes stuff on like any film see like the individual elements 
really play out. Mm. So like you can see how the script often informs the directing yeah. and cinematography. You can see like how that all kind of gets amalgamated in like editing. Mm. Like there's an interesting phrase about like how editing is the final draft of the script. Mm. Yeah, editing is. I mean, it all editing is like one of the last bits, really. Probably why I also like doing photography because I get to work with like other creatives, like models, um, mm. fashion designers, and makeup artists, and it's just it's so cool to create something with them. Cause like we would have far different brains and like suggest um, different poses and looks. It's just fun to you know create something together. together yeah. yeah. It's fun to be on both ends, like the one who enjoys the creation and the the creator itself. Like, Mm. it's challenging to create something, but in the end, you come out and you're, um, you know, you come out together with the people you created it with, Mm. with something you're all proud of. And it's a huge, like, accomplishment, not only that you created it, but you learned so much during the whole journey. Mm. And that journey is, like, special to you because you were involved in making that. Especially when people actually like what you yeah. guys did, like it inspires them. So. It inspires them. It yeah. just creates this whole energy, like uh, what do you call it? You know, when you the energy jumps from places to places, and it's like a nice way to share that joy yeah. that you get from creating, and even like like sharing what you have as a person with other people, and you know, and like making from that inspiring too. and yeah. Yeah, it's like probably my passion where it ignites from. Design is just one outlet, you know, but True. to communicate and it's it's a good way to like get started in making projects together, even with people who may not see themselves as creative. Like yeah. they are yeah. still kind of creative in the end. It's just they don't might not like their main their main thing, or yeah. they might not feel like they have the technical skills to complete that. But they still get creative ideas, yeah. and you, yeah. know, you still work together to make something in the end. And how I many think clients that's beautiful. Have had, how many clients have come to you being like, "Oh yeah, I have this really cool idea." Like, have you had that experience in the past? We had a client at Plus Four. Um, we met her at a workshop. She runs her own fermentation business. She's local. Her fermentation, like her sauerkraut at kimchi, is amazing because she invents her own. Shout out to Tessa. Yes, shout out. I was building up to that. From pop culture. Pop culture ferments. Yes, indeed. It's pop culture ferments. And she has such amazing creativity and ideas. It inspired me as another creative. Like she was, she may not have been creative and like she may not have specialized in illustration. But she had all these creative ideas yeah. and making flavors and cooking and even like she was like a little bit of a science lab person with her like fermentation and her um, sauerkraut, you know, because it requires some like science behind making that food science. But yeah, that was um, she had some amazing flavors and ideas on how she wants to showcase that. And I thought that was really inspiring to me as another creative and working together with her, you know, bringing her ideas to life. You know, she had a lot of quirky mm-hmm. ideas. For example, you know, like one of her, how, if if her flavor titles 
sum up her creativity. She's got some like, what's the deal? Tropic like it's hot. Tropical? Yeah, it's like a pineapple sauerkraut. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, yeah. what's the deal? Which is like the deal um, sauerkraut. And then she had just beat it, which is, I love beat all these it. little <laughs> references to pop culture. It's just such a, you just have this little bit of personality in your own products. Mm. Um, and I think just not being afraid to showcase that. I really admire that in a person. Yeah. Um, and being able to be open and create something together, you know, helping her vision come to life. Like I thought, you know, it was a beautiful process to work with her on her labels and her branding. And like, you know, sometimes you just know when you're, you work together and you, you know, you're a great fit because <laughs> yeah. you just have the same values and you, you're into the same thing and you respect each other. That's when you know you're, you just work well and you're right for each other, for the, uh, the project. Your dream client. <laughs> My dream client. <laughs> well, I've got plenty of other dream clients too, yeah, from my experience. What project well, made you feel like you really like leveled up in creativity, I guess? Ooh, when I went to Singapore, because it was, it, um, I've never been to Singapore and I had to do like a location scout by myself and like I contacted them all by myself so it's pretty much just me and her just collaborating and um I get to scout the location like I said mm. um and it was pretty exciting um to meet someone like internationally I guess yeah does that make sense I think it was amazing then that she happened to get into Miss Universe. Yes, and then she um, got picked as Miss Singapore 2019 yeah. mm. for, for Miss Universe. That was pretty cool. Mm. I just I found her on, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, and then I messaged her, and then she said, yes, we should totally collaborate. She liked my work as well, mm. and then created the mood board. Yeah, creating a mood board together mm. to and I and it's interesting because each model is different. They have different yeah. body types, different yeah. styles. She was a great model. Like her poses were amazing. I love it. <laughs> she was just yeah, an amazing poses are model. definitely a, a thing that that's yeah. a skill that's um yes people skill. take for granted. Like it's it's normally seen as easy, but. Like, not for me, it's not, yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a, a skill I, I admire in models. Like, it's so easy to be awkward in front of like a camera or yeah. even in front of people because we're all so self conscious sometimes, yeah. easily so self conscious. But models, you know, they're able to see it in a different perspective and like strike a pose and they know. Like, they're professional in the sense that they stick to the mood board and the, the plan. Their angles. Yeah. How to properly showcase. The best angles, yeah. Um, the clothes and jewelries and all that. Yeah. yeah. It's often, like, a profession that people misunderstand, I reckon, just because mm. it seems, it at the surface level, it feels like maybe it's a 
thing that only attractive people can do but actually now because of the diversity that we've embraced as the world like so many there's so many different models and it's more about like you know how comfortable you are with the camera self-love um loving Mm. positivity yeah Yeah. it's great i love working with different um models yeah models and women and empowering women mm. yeah sean have you had a had an amazing project collaboration design ignited or yeah or whether you just enjoyed it um probably the i guess project that i enjoyed most was the waic project uh so i got to collaborate with a i guess a doctor primarily building his website out it was interesting to just go I had quite a few conversations with him just to like go back and forth on like the just through the design process and it was interesting hearing like his perspective and like obviously he had other staff members there so like it wasn't really a, it wasn't just a kind of one on one kind of meeting it was a lot more collaborative in the sense that we got to talk to three or four essentially three people who were all sort of part of like who were the clients and getting their different perspectives on little things like they didn't know there was obviously like differing opinions here and there so it was interesting like try to bring all that stuff together and just like put like pushing the project forward just coming up with like solutions that kind of resolved like oh i I, i'm interested in this i'm interested in this like Hmm. yeah it was certainly interesting. So, no, no, yeah, I see. It stands for Western Australian Iron Centre. Mm. It's for uh, clients or patients who are iron deficient. So you may know someone who is iron deficient. Um, you know, it's an iron deficiency clinic focused on helping them because they have the newest innovative technology to help those patients recover. So... If you want to check that out, that's at waincenter.com.au. Um, but yeah, Sean and Anne-Marie, actually, uh, all of us actually kind of worked on it. Yeah. Is, yeah. I now when I think the, about it. The logo. Yeah. <laughs> you did the character. I did the character, which is called Ida. And Sean worked on the website design, which he coded and designed himself. So yeah. you, know, you can see it all, visit the website. But... Yeah, we collaborated together, our styles came together, and we were also collaborating with the doctors and the team there, the team at WAIC, who gave us important ideas which helped um, shape the way the character and the logo and the website ended up. Um, we have a portfolio entry on that, so uh, we'll be sure to update you guys on that and you can see a little more about that project i think that was a good first episode of the podcast do you guys think yeah that? yeah i i love the um topic too yeah you know what? i actually learned a bit about you guys that i didn't know mm. maybe yeah. let us know too what what got you passionate what you do we'd love to know you know shoot us a message mm. connect on social media at plus for creative au on Facebook and Instagram and we have a LinkedIn as well so search us up hit us up you know check us out um, let us know with hashtag yeah. chat with plus four you know what got you passionate in what you do 
And thank you for listening to Pod for Creative. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> right. See you next time. I don't know See what to ya. say. <laughs> See you next time.